Quiet on the set. Action. Welcome to the Movie Machine, where we make up an awesome movie based on a random prompt from the internet, hopefully. I'm joined by three members of the Hollywood, mm, just peace d'arrisissance, as they say. Our writer, Kyle Decker, who is a pyrotechnic on Burton Fink. Uh, Kristen Wade, our director, who is going to be the angst consultant on the upcoming Venom movie. And Jacob, our producer, who was the fence builder on the movie Fences. And your prompt today is, the theme of the story is a weird crime. The main characters, an indecisive bandit, and a spiritual hero. The major event of the story is a theft. So we got a heist film. I mean, this, that's what this is. It's a theft. We got a bandit, spiritual hero, and a weird crime. I mean, what, what we have here is we're going to do a period piece. And this is going to be set in the 1960s. And uh, our bandit is a longtime con artist, drifter kind of kind of character. Let's call let's call them uh, Casey. And then our, our spiritual hero is a uh, long fabled illusionist magician, historical who's who's fallen some hard times. But there's a uh, an exhibit, Harry Houdini's uh, items he used and all, going through a museum, and and in it the suit that he died in and uh the this drifter and this uh, illusionist decide you know we steal this and get away with it but then return it in grand spectacle we'll become the two of the most famous people and we'll get a show in vegas and everything will be popular so it's a weird crime as they want to steal it publicly announce they stole it and then return it who does that that's weird so that's our weird crime. So the whole the whole film is leading up to the theft, and it's using elaborate, you know, illusionist stuff, kind of you know David Copperfield stuff, way ahead of its time. This is an ode to the craft of you know magicians. You know, we we had a little bit of hint of that when the Prestige and the Illusionist came out the same summer. We're we're due for another illusionist film, but let's make this a nineteen sixties are cool. We kind of got a little bit of that with with X Men First Class. Let's go back to that decade. Let's have fun. Let's do period pieces. Let's have big beehives and and kids with tight t-shirts with cigarettes rolled up in the sleeves and you know big '57 Chevys and all that cool stuff people like about the '60s. The ever living presence of nuclear war, that kind of thing. Do you have uh, a title? Let's uh, stealing Harry. That's the name of the film. All right. So Kirsten, you have the script for stealing Harry. It just materializes in front of you mm. with a dove. Yes. Uh, what are you, you going to do to make this? So, yes, I, uh, I do enjoy what I've read. I have to say I am quite impressed sort of with the direction that this script is taking. There is one major change I would like to make. I think the suit should be animated, and I believe that it should have its own sort of personality. I'm hoping for it to be voiced by The Rock. <laughs> who I feel has truly impressed the world, as well as myself, with his work with Disney. 
I like the idea that the heist should happen at the end, uh, or that it's more about the build-up. Uh, we do need to see the relationship between these two people sort of form. And so I would like to put forward Alison Brie as our spiritual hero. I think she can work her period work with that 1980s show, um, um, Glow. I, I did enjoy that. I think that I could see her in the 60s. As far as our bandit, Casey, if I could go for uh, somebody who's a bit leaner, somebody who could really just play off that indecisiveness, if I could go for Domhnall Gleeson, I think is who I'm going to put forward and request. And let's be a little lighthearted. Let's be a little loose. Let's shake our shoulders off and play pretend. And let's make this a film that people of all ages and good taste would enjoy. All right. So, Jacob, some ideas for uh, Stealing Harry is put before you. It's less magical as it comes to you than it was to the director. And what are you going to do to make this mic money? Well, you know, magic is a tool of Satan. So uh, that's, we're going in the right direction. So I think we got to keep this family friendly in a lot of ways. You know, I, I'm a carpenter. I'm, I, I do what I can, and I, I don't really know how to make movies, but I can tell you what what's gonna make a good movie. So what what we should do? I, I'm thinking let's not do the animated thing because that doesn't make any sense if we want these people to be like believable and real. The Rock is okay. He's he's a nice family man. He's He's always taking pictures with his kids and stuff on, mm. on the internet, and it's people like him, so that's that's fine. We can keep him in there. What I really want to focus on is sort of like the relationships that these characters have, and mm. you know how how they're good people trying to make make it in the world and do good things. So maybe like if we could do like less of the the crime kind of aspect of it, mm. I think that would be that'd be good for this film. Or, you know, maybe they're doing it for, like, you know, charity, or um, uh, maybe there's a, a, a specific reason they have to steal the suit. That's kind of my, my imagining of this. I, I don't really like the title either, because, again, we got theft in there. You know, we, we want to stay a little bit closer to, you know, things that uh, are, are, are true and real in this world and not uh, manufactured ideas of, of how we should live our lives. Now, I, I, I do spend a lot of time at the Home Depot myself, uh, occasionally at the Menards, and uh, they've, they've given me a decent sum of money for uh, a, you know, a good wholesome script and something that we can uh, you know, f feature them in. It's fine if they're in the background. They're, they're donating a lot of supplies for us to build some sets with. I don't want to do anything with like uh, you know, graphics or, or animation or you know, tricky editing. We want this to look and feel like a real place because we're going to build everything ourselves for this. I don't want to go to a place. I want us to build the place that we're going to go to because that's that's what we want here. So that's kind of my idea for this. And yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see where you go with it because I, 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 this is, this is going to be a fun experience, you know? So and uh, we're going to give you uh, 55 mil to do this. All right, so Kyle, you received the notes back from the producer, which comes in a handmade cart that he um, 
built from himself. He uh, includes a picture of the splinters he did when he built it with his own bare hands and made the pulp from the paper himself. And if you take so it apart he, the joint at the bottom, you'll see some of my blood. But I bet you can't take it apart because it's a damn good joint. <laughs> so how are you going to take this? Well, okay, so uh, I, I'm glad we're not doing anything practical. I wasn't sold on the animated suit voiced by The Rock. That was, mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I was imagining something a little more quaint that celebrated illusionists and magic. But but not but not the devil kind like the the, the, the Las Vegas show kind that you take your buddies from the woodworking convention to you know that's that's what I was imagining. Just brown nosing with the producer, I don't want to lose my job. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Uh, I don't think the '60s work if we're going to build all the sets and everything and and things. Oh, we'll just set it present day. That's fine. Harry Houdini is still a known entity, and a traveling museum's great. We'll throw it up. The cast is that the, all those actors except The Rock sound great to me. But it sound, if we're not doing an animated suit because producer accent, we're not doing The Rock. I will. It'd be great to write a character. It's like the head of the museum. They're kind of the villain. They're they're very protective of the thing. They also thought Houdini was a fraud, but they're just curating this exhibit just to show Houdini is just a man. Here's his toothbrush. They're really trying to make it mundane. And part of the motivation for our protagonists to steal this was to show how magical Houdini is and make it a spectacle. And they're kind of doing it underneath the nose of this curator and be a real stick in the mud kind of guy. Or girl. Let's face it though, it's probably a dude with a stick in the mud. And uh, let's do it. Let's really let's play up. Let's show as many like Let's get actual illusionists on board if we can to do actual tricks and everything and really show off something cool. We'll recruit as many of our minor characters on all the search, recruit as many like the, like, let's go to Vegas and recruit a whole bunch of Vegas like illusionist people to be in the film. That'll be great. We'll show off magic and everything. I bet magicians will be all over this. Maybe we'll have David Copperfield help us do like a, let's, let's give him an executive producer credit if we can, or at least a consulting credit. And he can just talk about it on like the new Letterman Netflix series and stuff, or on, on Jimmy Kimmel. And we'll just really sell the crap of this movie. I'm not an exp- expert in marketing, but people still like magic. They just kind of forgot how much they like it. And this movie's going to remind them because we're going to show off magic and those great, great discounts at Home Depot. All right, so Kirsten, you receive the script again. This time it doesn't magically appear. Someone just delivers it like a normal ass person. So (laughs) using these changes and notes from your producer, what are you going to do? Well, I have to say I do really like where we're going with this. So uh, one one quick thing that I would like to change, um, if we're not going to have some sort of suit animated either through animation cartoon or animated as in movement, could we have the ghost of Houdini? And now I do agree with you that it's good to tap into that moral, uh, good Christian market who are so often overlooked in this country. So we have the ghost of Houdini who was sent here by the Lord himself down to help these people steal his suit because this museum is a museum of idolatry. They don't want people to think Houdini the man was magical. Like you say, they want him to be mundane. This ghost wants to tell people, no, no, magic is not real. Turn away from Satan. You, our spiritualist hero, you should turn more towards illusion and debunking like I've done. Sure, you may have these amazing magical powers that let you do cool things, but do you know what's even cooler? The Bible. So, 
I imagine that um, they are trying to steal the suit so that they can just make magic look not as much fun as 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 religion would be. If we're going to go for one fake thing, you know, we have to make a decision. We can't have both in the same movie. So if we could have the ghost of Houdini actually be taken from old pictures and footage. Do we have footage of Houdini? Is he that old or that is... It, it, no matter. If we don't have that, we can cut out pictures of him and sort of just have it in the background, you know, just sort of almost there. But we don't want to draw too much attention to the ghost thing. It's more of a plot device than it is, you know, a real fleshed out character that we want people to think about and poke holes in. I do still like the idea of it being a little more fun, a little more lighthearted. Do you think we could add a dance number? in the middle. You know, sort of focus our budget into one part and have a very Follies-style dance number. Maybe as they arrive at the museum the first time and all of the little magic tricks and things are dancing and moving as well and it's very fun. We could have some sort of talking shackles and that would make good money if we're going to be merchandising later. Alright, so Jacob, notes of changes of the movie. Did you ever re- you said you wanted to rename it from Stealing Harry though. Did you ever give a Well, I, I asked that to happen and it doesn't look like it has, but you know, there are there are some good things here. I had a, a very long conversation with uh, David Copperfield and he's he's a nice fellow, you know. Uh, you know, he I gave him the the title of executive producer as he, you know, requested at uh, your your advice, Kyle and uh but, you know, he, he really showed me that, you know, we all share the same title, that of Sinner, of course. And we uh, we, we came to some good ideas about this. And I, I actually think uh, we're going to have David Copperfield actually play the ghost of Houdini. He has some of Houdini's old, like, artifacts, and he gave us permission to film them. Oh, my God, I uh, love the verisimilitude. So it's it's very accurate to real life. You know, I think the merchandising aspect, if we can kind of cash in on that a little bit and see if we can get some people going to, to David Copperfield's shows. And, you know, the the greatest magician of all is, of course, our favorite Nazarene. So I think the, uh, the error has been shown to me in, in this regard. So what I would like to do is continue working on this this piece, continue pushing it in the direction it's going. Either you guys got a, a, a title for me, something else we can do. Um, Restoring Harry. I'm not feeling it. <sighs> Anything? Right, how about stealing Houdini? That's better than stealing Harry, because Harry could be a penis. <gasps> we don't want any of that filth in our movie, right? We're going to have to edit that out. I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong with the word penis. It's just... Don't, it's, don't worry. Don't, don't, not, not again. Don't worry. Oh, I'll I, make sure that this isn't in the actual I, podcast. Oh, I mean, I just said penis. It's just stop. a word. Just stop. Like, are you afraid are you un- of the word Are you penis? uncomfortable when penis is in the room with you? I feel we need to explore this. I mean, the pen, pen is my ear on the sword. But, yeah, okay. So we won't... Well, we're taking out Harry so it doesn't sound like penis. Is that okay with you? It just, it's its stealing Houdini. What did you think Harry Potter was about? Oh, don't get me started on <laughs> Harry Potter. That's a whole nother wormhole. And I do mean worm. As in Satan. <laughs> so, uh, we do have to change that title. Uh, Houdini's Legacy. How about that? 
All right. So I'm going to put it in the movie machine, which sounds like ta-da. So this movie has problems. I don't believe it. Incorrect. So first off, just the Houdini's legacy sounds like a documentary. So that's not getting a lot of people in. But there's also the fact that the people who do get brought in were promised razzle and dazzle. And this has razzle, but not enough dazzle. And the problem is that magic tricks people the critics say the magic tricks don't work so well when you see them on film because they could just be you know faking it between cuts or whatever and people are so used to seeing such amazing things on film that someone just like oh look i had your card the whole time just doesn't impress people as much as it used to so unfortunately your film kind of goes under the radar and home depot is pissed okay because they put a lot of faith in you that and they were gonna you know make special Houdini's legacy brand 2x4s to make a tie-in with the movie, and now they have all these 2x4s with nothing to do with them, because they branded it right into the side of it, and so you're now on Home Depot's shit list, which, that is not a good list to be on, let me tell you something. You are shunned at Home Depot's, you have to pay an extra 5%, and this will just throw off all your taxes, I'm sure, well, you guys probably don't care, but Mr. After building your car literally out of two by fours from Home Depot, that is, that's going to cost you a lot. However, you do have powers, and I don't mean the magic kind, Good. to go back and make any changes. Mm. So you each have two minutes to change anything you want to about Houdini's legacy, starting with Kyle. All right. All right. So what's Home Depot's exact beef? Like, it's a quality family film that we never say the word penis in. I don't... Home Depot wanted to get their money back. Because it's not profitable? Did yeah. they not know that making films is a risk? Nope. Like, why exactly did people not respond to it? We didn't use the word penis once. A lot of films do that, Kyle. I agree to disagree on that one. Let's just, just leave it at that. I mean, I saw Hong Kong, or King Kong, Kong Island, Skull Island, whatever it's called. That movie is basically about dicks. I mean, sorry, penis. Penis. He, he didn't want to say that word too much in the podcast. I'm just making sure we don't do that. So, I, I think part of the problem is the title. How about Master of Illusion? Let's name the title. That, that's a great title of the movie. It'll focus on the heist almost exclusively. Let's get rid of the musical number. It's about multiple small heists and everything, getting it and everything. It's uh, They'll use some tools from Home Depot's exclusive tool line. Like in, in their setup and everything to do some really hardcore product placement. So even if the film doesn't make money, it's just like paying for commercial. So it's not a loss. They just paid for a two-hour Home Depot commercial, and they should feel good about that. I don't want to be on Home Depot's crap list because sometimes I need to buy stuff for my lawnmower. And that's, you know, because I'm still a man of the people. I like, I like mowing my own lawn from time to time. By all means, we'll scrub all mentions of penis in the film because we don't want to say the word penis too much. There we go. That's all I got. There, there were no... Okay. So, Kirsten, do you have two minutes? I do. I... Let's see. First of all, if if the problem is that we're just not getting enough dazzle, then uh, I believe maybe we should just up the spectacle. Uh, were we to spend more time on the heists, perhaps we could give the spiritual hero, our magician, give her powers that you can see, you know, sparkles coming from her fingers. Just kind of lighting it up. Very, very cool effect, tastefully done. For the Home Depot, I would say it might be a good idea if she had a magic wand that was just a comically oversized Allen wrench with Home Depot emblazoned right on the side there. 
I, again, I do like to have an eye towards merchandising. And uh, in one scene, just very, very subtle, I would like her to cast a spell and the sparks shoot out. And for just a moment, just for a couple of frames, it looks like a giant penis. Not very noticeable, so it's still kid-friendly, but I think that people will be going back to see if they can try and spot it on their own. The internet is one heck of a thing, and maybe, maybe we could just use a little subtle, barely noticeable, still veiny penis. <laughs> All right. So, Jacob, you're the last stage before this movie becomes finalized. How are you? What are you going to do? Well, unfortunately, I'm not going to be uh, around to take a look at that last cut as it goes out the door. I've, I've taken all the, the lumber that I got from Home Depot, Houdini's Legacy, emblazoned upon the side. And I'm going to go ahead and build myself the biggest ark that ever existed. Because there's a flood coming, if you know what I mean. And, uh, it seems that this world is just doomed to drown in it. So, uh, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm afraid I'm away from the old internet. Y'all are just going to have to finish this one without me, so... Uh, I'm hopeful it does well, I guess, and, uh, you know, we, as it turned out, Home Depot was a real home despot. So, they can, uh, they can go ahead and, uh, enjoy eternal damnation. I'll see you on the other side. Alright, so I'm going to re-put uh, the notes into the movie machine. So, uh, the heist angle does help a bit. Uh, a lot more. Unfortunately, the penis does go unfound. <gasps> even by the internet, which is amazing. Just show... I guess that's the biggest magic trick of all. Yeah, the internet is no dick. Right. When you've done a penis correctly, people won't know you've done one at all. Right, exactly. I so, still feel like we got the shaft. The film does okay. Stays in theaters for a couple weeks. Then goes right to Netflix. So, Home Depot is fine with it. Really, they were mostly just angry at Jacob, and they can't find him anymore, so they're kind of dropping their whole beef with it. Speaking of Jacob, he was quickly arrested when he was trying to take two of every animal. He was found almost completely mauled by a panda, and you know, just shouting at it to put on some pants. Just shouting at the polar bear to put on some pants. Don't let me look at your sinful unders. So, um, he's in the big house right now, and, uh, you can go raid his half-built arc if you really want to. So that's the Master of Illusion, and we're going to end it, as we always do, with a quote from our patron saint, Guy Fury. I'm going to have to get one of those road construction signs on my heart. <laughs> Good night, everyone.